You can now order a Starbucks drink based on your Zodiac sign. One in ten Britons have performed dentistry on themselves. And a man claims the ghost of a boy damaged his car. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast recorded inside a closet. I got three weird news stories from around the world. Let's do it, everyone. We're doing it. You can now order a Starbucks beverage based on your Zodiac sign. Ooh, look at Starbucks getting all new age, trying to appeal to that new age crowd. The article begins by saying, The beans may grow from the earth below, but your perfect coffee order may come from the stars up above. News emerged recently of a partnership between Starbucks, the world's largest coffee chain, as you know, and something called Sanctuary, which is a mobile app that provides horoscopes and mystical services such as psychic and tarot card readings. The pairing, which aims to pour a shot of mysticism into your daily cup of joe, was first announced on Starbucks and Sanctuary's own Instagram pages. The caption reads... Whatever you're drinking, your stars will be your guide. And for you Geminis, that means they've already hit send. (laughs) I have no idea what that means. According to reps for both of these brands, the partnership is celebrating the Astrological New Year, which began March 20th. They created an interactive website called Starbucks Star Signs, which matches customers with their perfect Starbucks drink and spring horoscope. We have a quote from a Starbucks representative who probably feels foolish having to say such things. Spring is a moment for new beginnings, man. There's no better time than the spring equinox to let the stars decide how to refresh your rituals this spring, man. Yeah, man. The stars, man. Apparently, bored customers can visit the Starbucks Star Signs website and receive a personalized horoscope reading powered by Sanctuary. Based on their star sign and whether they prefer a coffee break in the morning or afternoon, customers will receive a personalized star signs chart that includes their power words. Ooh, power words. I want some power words. I don't have any. You also get a spring color. Ooh, what could that be? That'll change my life with a new color. Uh, You also get a, a flower and a Starbucks drink recommendation. This goes on for a few more weeks until April 20th, by the way. So so if you want to just mix it up in your life, take a little risk. You know, choose a beverage at Starbucks based on your Zodiac sign. And you're in good hands because there's a professional astrologer in charge of all of this. Lauren Ash. She works for Sanctuary. She helped develop the star sign charts and worked with Starbucks to determine the perfect drink pairing for each sign. So if you really feel like allowing a woman who doesn't want to get a real job to determine what you have in the morning, this is for you then, I think. Now, I'm a Taurus, so I wonder what it says for me here. Oh, look at this. Hey, for example... I'm a Taurus who likes to drink my coffee in the morning. That's the writer of the article is also a Taurus like me. My my birthday is April 27th, if you're wondering. It's coming up, guys. Okay, so it says the results of the reading revealed that this person's power words for Taurus are, and these are my power words, dependable, focused, and resilient. Ooh, that sounds like me. I'm definitely resilient, right? I record a podcast in a closet when it's 125 degrees. I'm also dependable. I put out the podcast five days a week. Been doing it for years. Focused. Not too sure about that. It depends on the chemicals I'm on. Okay, so the color is soft jade. Ooh, that's a lovely color for for me as well. I like jade. And here's the official drink for Taurus. 
An iced matcha latte. I do like matcha. It's not my drink of choice, though, if I'm going to Starbucks, but it's, it's okay. I like more caffeine infused in my morning beverages. Now, according to Lauren Ash, the professional astrologer, all of these choices were deliberate based on the astrological sign of Taurus. We have a quote from our professional astrologer, Lauren, who says, When developing the star sign and drink pairings, we looked at the core personality traits of each sign to identify a beverage that acts as an expression of your planetary ruler. March is the start of Aries season. Aries are known to be bold and confident. These readings are designed to empower everyone, regardless of their star sign, to lean into that energy in the fresh start of spring. <laughs> wow, how much are they paying this lady? You can connect anything with astrology. Can you? Okay. Because every different zodiac sign has its own inclinations based on the planets. And it rules the zodiac signs. Primarily, we look to your planetary ruler, which is Venus, and your moon sign to see what kind of foods you're inclined to eat, if we're going to get really particular. <laughs> oh, she goes on and to say more about Taurus. This is fascinating. I'm learning about, apparently, my personality. I had no idea what it was. Thank you, astrology. She says, Tauruses love indulgent meals because you're ruled by Venus. So while you may or may not have a sweet tooth, Tauruses are into delicacies like champagne, the whole nine yards. I mean, that's a complete lie. I hate champagne. And I'm not really into indulgent meals. I'm a very simple person. This is why astrology is such crap. I'm sorry. It's my opinion. It's crapola. I mean, you can't shove the whole pantheon of human personality, which is the most complex thing in the world, into 12 or 13 little categories. It's just impossible. And if you want the ultimate proof that astrology isn't working, consult your friends that live their life by astrology. Their lives are out of sorts all the time. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're, you're relying on something that you believe predicts the future? Well, how's that working out for you? I know a lot of you will get angry about this, but I just think it's a bunch of crapola. But hey, I mean, maybe I could be convinced. I, I don't know. Call the show. Maybe you can convince me. I don't think so. <laughs> And at the end of the day, this is just Starbucks trying to capitalize on you know, something to push drinks on you. Yeah. They're just running out of options, it seems, at this point. My number is 646-450-2012. And that phone number is always there. I always check it because I'm a Taurus, which means I'm dependable, as we know. One in ten Britons have performed dentistry on themselves. That's not a surprise. I've seen their teeth. From extracting teeth to attempting root canals, root canals, and melting down polybeads to use as false teeth as well, Britons have shared desperate experiences in a survey that gives new insight into the unfolding crisis in dentistry. Yeah, this dentistry crisis is occurring in the U.S. as well, because for some reason they don't include dental in most healthcare plans. I don't understand that at all. It's like, that's part of my health is my teeth. Okay, it's part of my body. I don't know how the teeth got detached from the rest of the body. It's so silly to me. Now it says here, a growing number of cities across the country have no access to NHS dentistry for new patients. As people linger on very lengthy waiting lists, with a new YouGov survey showing one in five Britons are currently not registered at all with a dentist. The results also show that the majority of these unregistered are unable to access or even afford any treatment whatsoever. More than a third, 37%, say that it's because they cannot find an NHS dentist to take them on at all. With a further 5% on a waiting list, 
and another 23% saying that they're not registered because they don't think they can afford to be treated at all. Among the most concerning consequences of Britain's growing dental deserts is the willingness of some to attempt procedures they need but can't get. And this has led to the data in the survey, which is showing that one in 10 Britons, 10%, admit to attempting their very own dental work on themselves, with most doing so because they were unable, one way or another, to get an appointment with a dentist at all. Of those who say they've tried to perform dentistry on themselves, 56% did so within the last two years, including 36% who did it within the last year. Overall, that means 6% of Britons say they have tried their hand at doing their own dental work within the last two years. That is frightening. I'm like wondering what they're using for anesthesia at this point. Just like six shots of Everclear. Do you guys remember Everclear? It's very strong alcohol. (sighs) Digging out their teeth with a paring knife. What is going on over there? The survey revealed cases. Oh boy, let's hear about these cases. People have used cement and super glue to fix their crowns and their dentures. They've tried killing an infection with urine. Urine? They've been using heated poly beads to replace a missing tooth and applying chemical metal as a filling. A chemical metal, an adhesive usually used for household or outdoor repairs. That's what they're using for fillings. Wow, this is alarming. Now, about a third of these people who did their own dentistry revealed that they have attempted to pull or extract their own teeth. (laughs) Wow! It's the old string on the doorknob trick. Do you guys remember that? You tie your tooth to the doorknob and then slam it? Yeah. It says here, 32% of these people gave themselves fillings while others removed or repaired crowns. They tried their hand at a scale and polish procedure. Some have filed their broken teeth down or treated their own abscesses and infections as well. The article is just filled with all these statistics that are just really pathetic. One in 12 Britons have avoided the dentist's chair for more than a decade. Imagine not seeing a dentist for over a decade. I mean, this is a very sad case. And despite the ongoing problems in dental care, 46% of Britons say they've seen a dentist within the last six months, rising to 70% for those who've seen one within two years. However, a quarter of Britons haven't been for two years or more. 8% admit it's been more than a decade since they were in a dentist's chair. I mean, this is just a sad situation over there in a country that really needs dental care you know, for some reason their teeth are very you know i don't they're kind of like out of place and i don't know what that is it's just i, I assume it's genetics but um I don't, I don't mean to punch down on on the teeth of brits but i mean we all know it <laughs> at this point i'm just saying what we know you know it's sad i wish they would get some you know dental care dental care should be affordable for everybody in the world man your teeth are so important your mouth is like the gateway to your nutrition bro you know and if it doesn't work then you know it limits your your menu choices obviously now i have yet to come across an article or any statistics about how many Americans are attempting to perform their own dentistry, but I'd imagine it's happening here too because of the cost of such services. And, you know, I'm coming across stories in America of people doing these underground Brazilian butt lifts on a back porch in Florida, so I'd imagine, you know, the dentistry in your living room is probably occurring. Yay! A Texas man claims the ghost of a boy pushed a shopping cart into his car. This is a paranormal story on Weird AF News. All right, let's go. A Texas man claims that a mischievous child ghost caused a shopping cart to go flying at his vehicle. Uh, 
He says he knows the ghost personally. Oh boy, there's more layers to this. We have Cody Todd, a 21-year-old from Pottsboro, Texas. Uh, Cody's probably been smoking the pot, but let's find out. He recently went ghost hunting in a nearby town. All right, he's a ghost hunter, so uh, he's already lost all credibility with me. The next day, he says he was leaving work at a local supermarket outside Dallas when a strange and spooky moment occurred. A shopping cart flew into his car. My goodness. Here's a quote from Cody. When I got into my car and shut the door, I realized the trolley had hit it. Trolley? Trolley? Is that what you call a shopping cart? Nah, I've never called it a trolley. A trolley is something that I've ridden in San Francisco. It's much larger. It's a vehicle that transports human beings. I'm not a shopping cart. But okay, let's keep reading. Todd decided to go inside and look at the security footage to see who pushed that cart into his car. Yeah. Here's another quote from him. Well, you know, I thought someone had tossed it at me, but when I got out, there was no one there. So I went inside to find the video footage. I watched the footage. The cart appeared to be motionless before flipping around, and then it hit, headed straight for my, for my car. It went right, right towards me, and there was no wind that day either. There, it wasn't windy, you know? And even if it was windy, the store itself, the building, would have blocked any of the wind gusts. Now, I have a theory as to what... Or who pushed that cart into my vehicle? Yes, Todd's theory involves what he did the day before. He was ghost hunting at a home in Frontier Village. Todd said that he sensed a little boy spirit, and he believes that the spirit followed him home and then followed him to the supermarket for work the next day. Todd says, well, I don't know, man. Maybe this ghost was trying to play with me. You know, damaging my car isn't exactly playful. Um, he, he, the ghost did some damage to my car, about $25,000 worth. Okay, Todd, we are, I see this is some sort of insurance scam. I don't think they're going to pay you out for damage done by a ghost, sir, but you can try. Now, Todd has a plan to make amends. He says he's going to go back to the ghost hunting house and actually speak with the boy's spirit. Well, Todd, I thought the spirit left the house and followed you to work. It's, it's in the parking lot right now, bro. I don't think it's at that house. It went with you. It's probably laying in your bed with you tonight. Todd said his colleagues thought maybe he was talking to the cart itself and it got mad at him. Okay, so the colleagues are making fun of him as they probably should. He's a ghost hunter after all. They deserve to be made fun of. Here's another quote from Todd. You know, my colleagues didn't want to think that it was a spirit, you know, so I was joking with them about it. But, you know, it's not fake, man. It's real. Okay. Okay, Todd. All right. Good luck with that. Good luck with your life, Todd. Uh, <laughs> Although, I mean, you get a lot of excuses when you believe in ghosts. You'd be like, hey, sorry I'm late. The ghost insisted that we arm wrestle in my living room, so I, I couldn't say no, you know. The ghost beat me last time. I was like, I'm out for revenge on this ghost, all right? I mean, blame everything on ghosts if you can. Your girlfriend's like, you cheated on me. No, no, these hickeys are from a ghost. These are ghost hickeys. It's not real. <laughs> you, you don't have to worry about it. This is a spirit that molested me. Yay! Hey, thanks for joining me for this episode of Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the galaxy. That's right. Um, if you're a uh, new listener to the show, just FYI, we do weird news five days a week. And uh, if you dig it, subscribe. Um, if you'd like to email me or call the show, I got funnyjones at gmail.com. The phone number is 646-450-2012. I'm on the Instagram at Funny Jones if you want to follow me there. 
And then lastly, uh, we have a website, weirdafnews.com, and that's where you can go to support the show in different ways. Like maybe, you, maybe you're rich and you, you want to buy me a cup of coffee or something. So you can click on buy Jonesy a coffee because you're rich. That's a thing you can do. Or you can join the Patreon, which is like buying me a coffee every month if you're like ultra rich. You know, you could do that. And that would be appreciated. Uh, as always, good luck with your life, man. <laughs>